Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash cruise radio. First off, want to wish Renee and Rich Klusek a very happy one-year anniversary. We appreciate your email, and we're going to tackle that a little bit later on. On this show, we're going to talk to a couple of social media strategist who we sailed with last week aboard the Epic, Vegas Bill, and 24K. And I like this one. Flying to your cruise port can be quite costly. Uh, Randy Peterson, a frequent flyer professional, will share all of his secrets on how to rack those frequent flyer miles up. Yeah, and he's got some serious credentials because he's got over 17 million frequent flyer miles. Wow! But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, joined us. He is a regular contributor for Fox, CNN, and Good Morning America. Hey, Stuart! Hey, guys! Okay, so Alaska, we've talked about Alaska here and there and time and time again. What is the latest? Would I understand tourism has taken a bit of a dip? Well, Alaska has taken quite a hit because uh, cruise passenger numbers are way down, which is not expected considering the uh, reduction in ships in Alaska this year. Uh, so uh, the, things are on target. They hit about a 15 to 17% drop in cruise passengers. Mm-hmm. On the good side, that Alaska is um, uh, touting an increase in the amount of independent travelers to the state, uh, especially up into uh, Denali National Park, which is really a good sign that uh, more Americans are actually taking advantage of uh, the beautiful parks up in Alaska. Okay, so they're reporting a decline and an increase. So are these reports conflicting? or No, they're not conflicting. They're just different. They're just simply stating that the cruise passenger numbers, as expected, are, are down. Okay. But independent travelers visiting Alaska are actually up. Okay. So if, like if you, know, you, and, you and Matt just decided to go and visit Alaska this year, you would be part of that increase. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Moving on to the St. Thomas incident with the Carnival Victory. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, certainly it's, it's sad. The, uh, actually, two people were killed uh, during a, uh, a gun battle that had nothing to do with the cruise passengers as they were uh, heading toward the uh, Cokey Point Beach area uh, on St. Thomas. The uh, perpetrator ha- has been uh, actually turned himself in, uh, so he's now in custody, but uh, there are certain parts of the island, guys, that you don't want to visit, and Cokie Point is definitely one of those areas. So, you know, whether you're on tour, which these passengers were, uh, there are certain areas, avoid it at all costs. Uh, Cokie Point Beach is beautiful, but there are many, many other beautiful beaches that are in much safer areas, and just like visiting anywhere, it's important to note that there are areas that you want to go to, and there are areas that are just unsafe and not worth the risk. So this, this area is one of them, and you, you could avoid being accosted by the, uh, you know, some, some unscrupulous individuals. But, uh, you know, St. You know, John is also a hop, skip, and a jump, and a, and a quick ferry ride. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the Trunk Bay over there is one of the, definitely one of the top five beaches in the world, and uh, getting there is a lot nicer, a lot 
a lot more fun uh, with the water taxis, and the beach is significantly nicer, and, and, and the safety factor is, is also important. So, uh, you know, strongly avoid it. Uh, the cruise lines are no longer uh, offering uh, tours to that area. But, uh, you know, the, the disappointing uh, fact is that uh, there, there has been an increase in police presence, but mm-hmm. um, the um, tour operators, the, you know, the people uh, offering, um, you know, beach, uh, beach activities uh, in that area are not uh, reporting a, uh, you know, an increase in police action, meaning there are a lot of unscrupulous individuals in those areas that uh, the police don't seem to... Uh, seem to be indifferent about, uh, and and that's not improving the situation. Well, well that's going to affect uh, coral whorls over there, right? A Koki Point. It's right there. Yes. Hmm. So uh, unfortunately, it's just one of those things that uh, you, again, it's it, it's certainly interesting to visit uh, Coral World, but uh, the the lack of police action and protection is is definitely of concern and not not worth the risk. And it's important to know that the cruise lines won't put you in harm's way either. No. And, and that's why they, they have issued warnings uh, to their passengers. Um, the U.S. Virgin Islands police, uh, again, claim that they are stepping up efforts, but the uh, business people are, are claiming that uh, it's just for show. There are some police there, but uh, they don't seem to be doing anything uh, with the, uh, you know, the, you know, the people selling drugs and uh, people uh, accosting other tourists. So that's why the tourists are just, at this point, totally avoiding the area all together, because again, St. Thomas has so many other beautiful places to visit. All right, Stuart, aside from the brand new Norwegian Epic, what other new ships can we expect in 2010? Well, you know, keep in mind there were uh, seven new uh, cruise ships coming out. Uh, only one was actually a brand new one, meaning a, a whole you know, new uh, introduction of a class of ships, which was the Norwegian Epic. And uh, the last uh, two remaining ships of this year, we've got Kennard's uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth, um, which is a 90,000-ton ship for about uh, almost 2,100 passengers. And, of course, Royal Caribbean's Allure of the Seas, sister to her older sister, uh, Waste of the Seas, which will be another 225,000 tons Good grief. Uh, carrying um, 5,400 passengers, double occupancy. So there's still some, uh, some excitement. And the other good news is that several of the ships, the new ships, that uh, were recently introduced uh, just a couple weeks ago, besides Epic, we had... Holland America's uh, New Amsterdam uh, is going to be making her uh, stateside uh, debut in uh, November, as well as Celebrity Cruises' brand new uh, Eclipse, which will also be uh, stateside sailing out of Miami let's, in uh, November. Let's back up to the Allure of the Seas. Is that going to be identical in size and everything to the Oasis? Structurally wise, yes, she will be identical. They have made some uh, minor uh, changes. I do understand that. Uh, uh, there may be some uh, different uh, carpet and design themes, but uh, no joking. <laughs> so there's going to be two of the biggest ships in the world then, basically, They are right? identical twins. Neck sisters. to neck. Wow. It's complete with merry-go-round, zipline, rock climbing walls, aqua theater, and all that. All that. We always love hearing from our listeners. You can call 866-874-7957 or email comments at cruiseradio.net. And who knows, you might find yourself on the show. And, Stuart, I think you may be in trouble with one of our listeners. Yeah, we got an email from Renee Klusek. She and her husband, Rich, were celebrating their one-year anniversary in Cozumel when they were aboard the Emerald Princess. And, uh, Stuart, you made some comments about Cozumel that uh, I don't think they were too shining. But Renee and Rich had an awesome time. I guess, you know, there was more to Cozumel for her 
than uh, what we um, briefly talked about. Oh, what's this we, Kimisabi? Yes. Well, okay, that, that, that I talked about uh, when we were reviewing. You know, a lot of people want to know what to do in ports. And, you know, last week we talked about, uh, you know, Cozumel. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, you know, over the past 20 years, you know, Cozumel has grown into one of the most uh, visited um, islands or ports in the uh, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the greatest dive destinations in our hemisphere. And for cruise passengers, they are inundated by the cruise line's uh, duty-free uh, shopping center, as well as the regular uh, shopping centers outside the pier areas. And uh, over the years, because of improvements, you know, a lot of the sites like uh, Carlos and Charlie's, and you know, they, they've lost their original charm. Now they're just, you know, concrete uh, franchises. And it's not the same as what it used to. Um, Cozumel um, is known for its diving, but it is not known for its beaches. So, uh, you know, I would have to differ there because there are very few and all of them are very rocky, which is why so many passengers do take the ferry over to Playa del Carmen to enjoy the beautiful white sandy beaches, incredible shopping there. And they've got tons of fun attractions nearby, including uh, Excaret and the Mayan ruins in Tulum. But for the seasoned cruise passengers who've been to Cozumel, they've been there, they've done that, they got the T-shirt. Everybody knows that uh, one of the best places to eat on Cozumel is a restaurant called Poncho's Backyard. So if you're ever there, it is definitely worth your time. And if you're into snorkeling or scuba diving, uh, it is some of the most beautiful diving you'll you'll find in the world. All right, very well. I, I think that should satisfy Renee and Rich, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. You can always email comments at cruiseradio.net. Stuart Shearer on The Cruise Guy will be back with us later in the program with your hot deals. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. A couple of really cool guys are with us. We sailed with them last week aboard the brand new Norwegian Epic. And they are social media strategists. Vegas Bill and 24K. Now, are you guys actually in Vegas right now? Yes. We're currently on the strip waiting for our next gig today. I'll start with you, Vegas Bill. The Epic has been touted as the entertainment mecca or the Vegas of the high seas. Do you agree, disagree? What are your thoughts? Uh, I thought we had a a great time, and the selection of entertainment was spectacular. I had seen... Uh, Blue Man Group in Vegas about three weeks prior to the cruise and seeing it again uh, reminded me exactly of what I saw in Vegas. In addition to, we saw the Cirque Dreams and Dinner. That was exciting. A, a two-hour show full of you know, circus, uh, antics, uh, great food, and very much uh, entertainment and interaction with the people dining to keep them involved. We only have a couple of those in Vegas on on the Strip, and I think uh, that coupled along with many of the other things that we did not get to uh, partake in because it was uh, only two days really takes Vegas to a new level and floating on the ocean. But Chris, 24K, and I also enjoyed the, uh, the ice bar, which was really exciting on the high seas, and we had just done a photo shoot with comedian uh, Carrot Top like a couple of days prior to that. <laughs> awesome. And I think it mimicked our time with Carrot Top on the ship exactly. What do you say, 
24K. 24K is on the line. What were your uh, What was your take on all of it? Well, I didn't get to see Circuit Dreams, but I definitely was there for the Blue Man Group show, and I thought it was exactly like the one at the Venetian here in Las Vegas. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the end part with all of the paper coming down from the ceiling. <laughs> that was awesome. I figured, well, how could they do this on a cruise ship? Well, they definitely figured that out, and I was excited to see that they put this and kept this in the show. So kudos to the Blue Man Group people. I know that they do a lot of hard work getting it ready for their new shows across the world. Uh, something else I found very interesting and a lot of fun was definitely the ice bar. Many people were waiting outside. It was always sold out. So they figured out an NCL, a way to get people standing in the middle of the ship waiting to get into this ice bar, which is going to increase their sales. Are there shops nearby? And also one deck below or after is their casino. So all these people waiting to get in the ice bar will probably spend a few dollars at their casino. <laughs> Vegas Bill, I have a question for you. Now, I know y'all are foodies, especially uh, I see your pictures on Twitter all the time of the various places y'all are over there in Vegas eating delicious food. How do you think the food was over on the Epic? Well, Chris and I got to uh, share an evening with MCL Andy at Teppanyaki. We've had that on several other ships and enjoyed it immensely. Not only was it uh, great food prepared right in front of us, but we had a, an excellent show with the, the chefs and everybody involved. Uh, I know Chris got to partake in uh, Cagney's, and let's hear from you, 24K, what you thought of your Cagney's meal. I always enjoy steakhouses on the high seas. Cagney's is definitely one of my favorites. I was hoping to get a chance to go to their new Churrascaria on board, which unfortunately wasn't available to me at that time. But uh, I hope to go back on Epic soon, maybe on a seven-day Caribbean, to enjoy the Churrascaria, which many of our listeners may not know what a Churrascaria is. It's basically a Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, right. And, and what they do is they serve meat on a skewer at your table side. So the key there is to not fill up on bread and salad, but wait till the, the meat comes by. Right, right. They bring <laughs> they bring that by that big slab and they slice it off almost like euros, uh, like a euros kind of thing, right? Exactly. All right, quickly got to get y'all's take on the cabins. A little bit of criticism about these. I think they're very nice and contemporary, although the bathroom situation, as many have said, a little awkward setup. Let me paint a picture. When you first walk in the cabin, to the right is the toilet area. To the left is the shower. Both are enclosed with a frosted sliding glass door. Then you have a nice curtain that, that draws across. On the other side of that curtain, to the right is the sink. Then you got the bed. So if you're sleeping next to the sink, you might get wet. What are y'all's uh, take on it? I didn't know that there was at least a, a curtain between the bed and that area, which uh, I thought, wow, how can a, a family, say a four, enjoy that room with just the frosted glass? So right. I was excited for that at least. Um, I would have really enjoyed something that would have, you know, closed that off. But it's a, it's a new way of making the rooms and hopefully... I guess getting for them more people uh, to have balcony rooms. The I know there were some uh, concerns about the the sink area that it was small and people got wet. Uh, I turned it on slow; it didn't have a lot of problems. But I guess if you you know turn it on fast, 
you're going to have issues with people in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, one thing I did enjoy that I don't think many people uh, touched on were the uh, really soft luxury leather headboards and uh, seat backs. I have yeah. a, uh, a bald head that I got to put on those, and I thought, you know, this is really comfortable. It wasn't something that was uh, stiff or hard fabric, so I enjoyed that, and I thought it was something exciting and new for uh, the cabin. And for myself, 24K, I, I really enjoyed the larger type showers with uh, the curtain on it. And uh, it, you know, I had a solid door, which was great. And that always helps out. So you have enough room in there. And, you know, I'm a larger person. So definitely the larger people out there are going to enjoy the solid doors was that on not, the showers. Yeah, was that not the best shower? It was, I measured it, it was five foot long. That was so awesome. I really enjoyed how you didn't turn around and have that shower curtain wrapped around yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's what I, I keep getting back to is like there's some inconsistencies. There's some really great, awesome things about that ship. I mean, awesome things. And then there's, I mean, uh, there's some things that didn't make sense to me at all. You know, you thought uh, they've really thought it out very, very well. And then up pops a little surprise like, why did they do that? Exactly, like the sink. I turned it up halfway, and there was definitely some water coming out. Uh, there wasn't enough sink area to protect the person in the bed, let's say, if you got up earlier than the other person, to uh, wash and get ready. And that was not behind the curtain. That was right next to the bed. <laughs> so that, uh, that could be an issue uh, going forward. All in all, though, it's a lovely ship. We had a great time, and uh, we do encourage everyone to take a cruise aboard the Epic. It's like nothing you've ever experienced uh, from an entertainment standpoint. All right, we got to let you guys go. I know you all are busy. 24K, where can they find you? They can find me online on Twitter. It's twitter.com forward slash 24K. I also run a media Twitter, and that's twitter.com slash 24K media. And my free Facebook fan page for the business is facebook.com forward slash 24K media. And how about you, Vegas Bill? Uh, you can find me on twitter.com forward slash Vegas Bill and on Facebook.com forward slash Las Vegas Bill. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a great day. Appreciate it. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. You've been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cosmo? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah. Cruise One. For your pleasure, I created... 
He is the world's leading expert on frequent flyer programs, a respected publisher and the founder of several of the web's most innovative and popular travel-related sites. Back in 98, he founded what was to become the world's leading online community for frequent flyers, flyertalk.com. He is Randy Peterson. Randy, welcome to Cruise Radio. I am so tickled to be here. Just got (laughs) off the plane a few minutes ago. Got a few more miles into my account out earning that free travel thing, and uh, it's always good to chat with you. Randy, it's amazing you've accumulated over 17 million frequent flyer miles. Is that right? I do have 17 million miles, and let me tell you how I've done that. You know, yeah. Part of becoming the mileage millionaire is I do travel a lot. I travel up to 200 days a year all over. I talk miles in many different languages, but one of the things I learned early on is to make sure that the things I do every day count towards my travel rewards program. It's kind of like a travel 401k program. I'm saving for that rainy day. And, you know, it's the little things. For instance, uh, one of the, my latest, greatest right now is uh, Capital One Bank's uh, rewards checking program. And I got onto that, frankly, because one of my readers uh, a couple months ago kept bugging me about, hey, Randy, have you figured out how I can earn some rewards for writing the check for my rent? They, the landlord doesn't take a credit card, and I know you're big on plastic, but what, are, what do we do when we have to really still write a check? And I did a bunch of research, and I came upon uh, Capital One Bank's uh, rewards checking program, and you actually earn rewards for writing a check, paying bills, and even swiping your ATM card. So huh. that's what I mean from the simple things that we do every day to the big glamorous things like the you know the long haul trips to London or to uh, Bangkok or or uh, uh, Australia where you earn a lot of miles flying in the air, but that's how I earned the 17 million is counting the little things like earning some miles from Capital One Bank's uh, reward checking program all the way up to the high flying act. But uh, that's really what listeners want to do is pay attention to what they're doing. And, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people say, yeah, but, you know, i gotta, I got to apply and i got fees, and yeah, it's just not worth it, Randy. And I go, well, it's worth it for me because with this rewards checking program I was just mentioned to you, there's absolutely no fees. I don't pay a fee when i got a checking account there. And the nice thing is I don't have a minimal balance. In between paychecks, it gets a little low sometimes, but I don't pay extra for not having a ton of money in the bank like Don Trump. So life's good if you pay attention to the small things out there. Randy, how, how long did it take you to accumulate that many miles? I've been doing this now for just a bit over 20 years. So what airline, in your opinion, has the best frequent flyer program? You know, honestly, I have to say overall, American Airlines is right up there. A couple reasons. One, they've got more than 1,000 partners. So whether you got dining, whether you got dry cleaning, whether you got an energy bill, you can pay your utilities and earn miles. Uh, they got all the standard frequent flyer things. But one of the nice things about uh, the American Airlines Advantage program is they actually have a fairly good reputation for giving away the awards. In fact, about, oh, I think looking at their uh, uh, last analysis, almost 9.2 to 9.3 percent of all the passengers you see flying with you on American Airlines are actually flying on an award. And when you think about it, 
that's almost one out of every 10 people using an award when flying on American Airlines. And I think that's pretty good. It's not 100%. I'm sure there's some people who couldn't get awards, but they have a really good reputation. At the end of the day, it's nice to earn a lot of miles, but it's even better to be able to use those miles. And then with the, the airlines, the true frequent flyer programs, so American Airlines works for me. You mentioned Capital One. What other credit cards are great for stacking frequent flyer miles? There's probably two other ones. And interestingly enough, it might surprise some people, Virgin Atlantic. Now, most people think of that as uh, you know an airline out of London, international and stuff. They don't fly a lot domestic. Don't get it confused with Virgin America. But Virgin Atlantic actually has a pretty good credit card there competitive with uh, a little bit with Capital One and that you can earn some double miles with your purchases. But the downside to that is that you can only fly to London from the United States. But if you really want to spoil yourself, huh. and Virgin, with Richard Branson as the spokesperson and founder, has a really great reputation. So while it's a kind of a one-off airline, it's not going to be your everyday awards like associated with Capital One or American or, let's say, even JetBlue. For special things, uh, Virgin Atlantic's got a nice credit card, and they got a heck of a product as an airline. Randy Peterson, founder of Inside Flyer Magazine and FlyerTalk.com. Thanks for talking to us. I've just been happy to be your guest uh, on this show and look forward to helping anybody really get more out of their uh, frequent flyer miles or their travel rewards program because, as I said, it's really changed and it's now about the everyday person, not just a high flyer. <laughs> or you could have just said goodbye. Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy is back with your hot deals. Certainly, there is a very good one aboard the brand new Epic. Well, the good news, NCL is reporting uh, record bookings for them uh, aboard Norwegian Epic, but there are still terrific deals, which is obviously very good for consumers. Uh, they've got uh, starting prices just from $649, and keep in mind, Epic is doing seven-night Eastern or Western Caribbean, departing from Miami. Wow. What about the West Coast? For people on the West Coast uh, looking to get away in January, we've talked a few times. Uh, Disney's got uh, Disney Wonder mm-hmm. doing seven-night Mexican Riviera out of Los Angeles. And the January through March 2011, I mean, they're offering pricing, cruise only, from 639 And you can bring the, the kids uh, for free. All right. Very nice. Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy, can be found at CruiseGuy.com. Or you can follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy. Next week. Orlando Chris. He'll be with us talking about his recent trip to Alaska on Princess Cruise Lines. Can't wait to hear all about it. And I want to ask some questions, too, because I've never been to Alaska before. I just like saying Orlando Chris. I like saying Alaska and Princess Cruise Lines. (laughs) Again, we invite you to call us with your questions or comments. You may find yourself on the show. 866-874-7957. That's 866-874-7957. 7957 or email comments at cruiseradio.net. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and join our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash cruise radio. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Passford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Say goodbye 
credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.